Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
ניסיונות באים וגם הולכים, ומשאירים אותנו חזקים. שום מטפס לראש האר ונופל, לרגע מתייאש ושוב מתקפל. אבל אז מתרומם מן העפר, לובש עתיד שוכח העבר. אני תמיד נופל ויקר, כי זו דרכו של העולם. ויום אחד אקום ולא אפול, כשאהיה חזק, כשאהיה גדול.
J.M. in the A.M. That's the Morocco medley done by Joey Newcomb, Lenny Solomon's Rifo Anu, the Rebbe's Nigun, and Shirulo from Shlomo Katz. Naftali Kempa had the M.S. Malkenu selection. Uh, Riga'im done by Yonatan Scheinfeld. Yoeli Dickman with uh, Nofel Vakam. 
Kadosh done by the Solomon Brothers. You heard the Dvekus classic, La Kol's Manva Ace. That may just sum it all up. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday on this 16th of November, day number 22. In the month of Mar Cheshvan, the year 5783, Tufshin Pei Gimel. It is a Wednesday morning broadcast with a big thank you going out to Mayor Furtig, who sat in yesterday, and to Avrami, who sat in Monday after I had started the radio broadcast on Monday, but then was called back to a New York City um, about an hour into this show. It has been a uh, a very unusual and very emotional time, as uh, many of you suspect. I want to thank this audience for the incredible outreach to our family in light of the current circumstances. And um, I guess emphasize something we've always discussed, which is you never know. You just never know. On a Thursday night when uh, Yonina and Eitan were married, my father-in-law, along with my mother-in-law, of course, walked down the aisle. He had, uh, prior to that, given uh, the Kala Bracha at the Badekin and uh, very much enjoyed the wedding. And um, just a few short days later, during Shever Brachas, on early Monday morning, it was discovered that he had passed away overnight during Shever Brachus and uh, this uh, incredibly strange combination of being in the throes of joy and happiness with the wedding Thursday night with a beautiful Shabbos Shever Brachus, with a lovely family Shever Brachus on uh, Sunday with all that having gone on, and then for the mood to immediately change for obvious reasons once the news started to uh, be shared among family members and friends, was very unusual. The whole thing was was, uh, very... um, was very out of the ordinary, so to speak. So on Monday, uh, early in the morning, when it was discovered that my father-in-law, Rabbi Yitzchak ben Moshe Halevi, had passed away, uh, the efforts were made, and tremendous efforts by a lot of people who I will not list at the moment, uh, to try to uh, hold the funeral as soon as possible, which is tradition, which is uh, kavod, which is respect, And uh, sure enough, at 1 o'clock Monday, the funeral service took place. Thank you to the young Israel of Manhattan. And um, by uh, by the time the sun went down on Monday, the burial and uh, the start of Shiva uh, had been uh, completed and was underway. Uh, many of you have already uh, reached out by telephone and by visiting uh, Stacy and her sister Cheryl and my mother-in-law Gail Weintraub. Uh, 
Uh, much appreciated. They are sitting Shiva in my uh, in-laws' apartment on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Those of you who'd like Shiva information, first of all, it's uh, I think it's I think it's almost everywhere at this point. But if there is anybody who does not have Shiva information and you'd like to have it, or we'd like to uh, follow up with a method of uh, reaching out to uh, any of those who are sitting Shiva. Uh, just be in touch with me, Nahum at NahumSingle.com. You can be in touch with Avrami, AF at NahumSingle.com. And uh, we'll certainly uh, forward the information to you. My father-in-law, as he has been described countless times since uh, Monday morning, was a relatively simple man, a classic balabas, a shul-goer, a sheer-goer, a proud father and grandfather, and um, and um, no embellishment is necessary. He played the role, or filled the role, I should say, in family and at work and in shul as a strong, present balabas. And in this era when people tend to uh, exaggerate the lives of um, of those who've passed, I think it's a tremendous tribute that we're being as accurate as possible in our description of him. Erwin Itzy Weintraub was a classic balabas in the nicest and most potent sense of the word. And... Um, And the shul and his work and his family were the uh, beneficiaries of his uh, dedication to being a simple yet very much involved member of the family and the community. Uh, again, our thanks. I, uh, I mean, I could certainly speak on behalf of Stacy who was uh, touched by the reaction and the outpouring of love. And I certainly am confident that I could speak on behalf of my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law when I say that the, uh, the outpouring from the community, many different communities, in light of his passing, has really been wonderful and heartwarming. The um, Shever Brachas have continued. <laughs> Yonina and Eitan, we had the chance to celebrate with them on Monday night after the funeral. Obviously, Stacy was not there. Um, but we've had this unique opportunity to be involved in a very unusual week, but one where, in many ways, the Simcha does continue. And last night, they had the opportunity to gather with family and friends in Chicago for Shever Brachas. And they will do so again tonight. And um, and this very unusual period of time will uh, will come to an end Sunday morning when uh, Shiva concludes for the relatives of Rev Yitzchak Ben Moshe Halevi Weintraub. 
So that's the story. Again, a big thank you to Avrami and a big thank you to uh, Mayor Fertig for sitting in. I am planning on being here the rest of the week. I am uh, not 100% confident that that's going to be possible, but we'll see. Uh, Certainly today I am here. Please, God, without interruption until 9 a.m. We have a couple of uh, interesting interviews coming up. Tara Masora is in the midst of their uh, online charity with a D campaign. We'll speak to a representative of Torah Masora. Also, Best of Kosher. This was a an interview we promised you. Uh, Best of Kosher is out. It is a unique uh, cookbook. Iconic and new recipes from your favorite cookbook author. It's quite a collaboration. It's an Arts Girl product. And we will speak with uh, one of the people responsible for this cookbook uh, coming up later on in this show here at JM in the AM. So uh, the the combination of uh, of simcha and sadness that we are feeling on a private level, and the combination of uh, of um, out of the ordinary, and then ordinary programming here <laughs> on a uh, communal level, uh, will continue, and we'll do the best we can under the circumstances here at JM and the AM. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. It is the 16th day of November, day number 22 in the month of Mar Cheshvan. My name is Nachum Siegel, and this is Yaakov Shweki at JM in the AM.
הגוי אלוהי J.M. in the A.M. with Yaakov Shweki Hamalach and Nisinai opening up, or I should say wrapping up the hour. At America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. 
Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio, around the world of web, and NachumSingle.com, and the NachumSingle Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. My thanks to all of you who are uh, checking in regarding uh, the passing of my father-in-law, Rabbi Yitzchak Ben Moshe Halevi, Erwin Itzi Weintraub, much appreciated. Top of the hour, we'll do our news from Israel coming up. As we continue here on a Wednesday morning broadcast, we do have our uh, conversation about the be- about the book Best of Kosher coming up. Go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. When you do, you get your uh, incredible discount and free shipping. The book is called Best of Kosher. We'll explain all of it in the 8 o'clock hour with our special guest here at JM and the AM. Again, go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Simple as that. If you have an event for our community calendar, just email Avrami and tell them the information. It's af at nachomsegel.com, af at nachomsegel.com. Galitzal in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JMN. Galitzal in Yerushalayim, Ashana 2, Shalom Rav, Baulpan Rani Avnai, Ima Shekorei Akshav. קרבות באופוזיציה על רקע הרכבת הוועדה המסדרת של הכנסת. גורמים במחנה הממלכתי תוקפים את לפיד, הוא לא לקח אחריות על מחדליו. מדווח כתב התחום הפוליטי שחר גליק. לאורך הבוקר תקפו אנשי יש עתיד את גנץ ואנשיו שסגרו שיבוצים זמניים מול הליכוד ללא תאום עם האופוזיציה. כעת במחנה הממלכתי משיבים מלחמה ואומרים, לפיד הוכיח שאין לו יכולת להוביל לא אופוזיציה ולא קואליציה. עדיין לא שמענו אותו לוקח אחריות על המחדלים שלו, הוא ואנשיו רק מטנפים על אחרים. עוד אומרים הגורמים במחנה הממלכתי, נמשיך לעשות מה שטוב למדינה. ולא מה שמשרת את הצרכים של לפיד, שראינו כבר לאן הם מובילים. הפרקליטות הגישה כתב אישום נגד תושב הצפון בן 16 בגין חברות בארגון טרור, אימונים או הדרכה למטרות טרור וניסיון לייצר נשק. על פי כתב האישום, הנאשם החל לגלות עניין הולך וגובר בארגון דאעש, התכתב עם פעילים מהארגון על הצטרפות ללחימה בשירותיו בחו"ל, ואף ניסה לשכנע כמה מחבריו להצטרף לארגון. כתבנו בחיפה קובי מנדל מוסר שהפרקליטות מבקשת לעצור את הנאשם עד תום ההליכים המשפטיים נגדו. המלחמה באוקראינה לאחר שאישר שטילים תוצרת רוסיה נפלו בשטח מדינתו, נשיא פולין אנג'י דודה הכריז כי הייתה זו תאונה מצערת כהגדרתו. מדווח כתב חדשות החוץ עמית קלדרון. נשיא פולין אנג'י דודה אמר כי פיצוץ הטיל אמש שגרם להרג שני בני אדם סמוך לגבול עם אוקראינה היה ככל הנראה תאונה מצערת ולא מתקפה מכוונת. זאת לאחר שמוקדם יותר היום אמר דודה כי אין בידיו כל ראייה ממשית לשאלה מי ירה את הטיל. שני פצועים בהם אחד קשה בהתנגשות שאירעה בצהריים בין רכב פרטי לאוטובוס בכביש 40 ליד נחל עובדת. כתבנו רמי שני מוסר כי צוות מד"א פינה את הפצועים למרכז הרפואי סורוקה בבאר שבע, אין נפגעים מבין נוסעי האוטובוס. כתב אישום הוגש נגד בעלי יער האיילים ברמת הגולן שמואשם בשחיטה אכזרית של מספר איילים שהוחזקו בחווה ובסחר בבשרם. הנאשם הוא תושב אודם כבן 70, שהחברה שמפעילה את האתר נמצאת בבעלותו, ונאשם נוסף, תושב בוקעתא, כבן 30, שנאשם בכך שהיה שותף לעבירה. על פי כתב האישום, בחודש אוגוסט השנה, הנאשמים שחטו בניגוד לחוק מספר איילים, ומכרו את בשרם בתמורה לאלפי שקלים. כתבתנו ענבר פייבל מוסרת שהנאשם ביצע עבירות דומות בעבר. מזג האוויר בצפון הארץ ועד לצפון הנגב ייתכן גשם מקומי. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
J.M. in the A.M. That's Shlomi Gertner with Kayal here on a uh, Wednesday morning broadcast. J.M. in the A.M. My name is Nachum Siegel. Again, a big thank you to Avrami and to Mayor Furtig for sitting in over the last couple of days. And a uh, thank you to those who are uh, checking in on the app and uh, through other methods. 
regarding the passing of uh, my father-in-law, Stacy's father, Erwin Itzi Weintraub, Reb Yitzchak ben Ramosha Halevi, and we, of course, dedicate the, uh, the spiritually uplifting parts of this show to his memory as uh, Shiva continues until Sunday morning. Uh, in a completely uh, different vein, Sheva Brachas continues for our daughter Yonita and our son-in-law Eitan and uh, wishing them a very special Mazel Tov. As unusual a week as it's been, we have to focus on the fact that, thank God, we had the uh, incredible and amazing celebration this past Thursday night, an unforgettable night that uh, did uh, include my father-in-law. He gave um, Yonina a bracha at the Badekin. He walked down the aisle with uh, my mother-in-law. And uh, then a couple of days later, the unthinkable occurred. JM in the AM at 10 minutes after the hour. More coming up with Micha Gammerman at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. Sheves Chaverim with Lola Fached. You heard Kol Yisrael done by Baruch Levine. Shalshalis Jr. had Tov Lahodos. Micha Gamerman in there with Haner Dolek and Kesher Shokayama here at JMA. I want to thank those who are commenting on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. And again, my thanks to those who are commenting on the app. Uh, comments this morning started with... Um, uh, oh, first of all, I heard from, uh, there's a reference on the app to Dove Halper, and Dove just called me from Israel. He was near Halon in his car, offered condolences, and I thank him for that, and thanks to those of you who are checking in from around the world. Much appreciated. Moshe Eisenberg writes, Good morning, Nachum Baruch Dayanemes. Regular steel is made harder by a process called tempering. That's by making the steel boiling hot and freezing cold repeatedly. Losing a father-in-law is a tragedy. Marrying off a child's a bracha. Having a fire is a tragedy. Having a grandchild's a bracha. Up and down, up and down. That's exactly how we feel. What a what a incredible run the last few months have been <laughs> in terms of the ups and downs. I guess Hashem wants to temper us to be more resilient. Hashem for bouncing back. The family should be comforted together with all the mourners of Zion and Jerusalem. No more tragedies. Thank you, Moshe. Beautiful message. And I thank you for that. Um, Arnie says how you have elevated your dear wife through the years. I'm sure your father-in-law knew his daughter made the right choice of marriage. Wow. Thank you. Um, we'll always keep the memories alive of him. Thank you very, very much. Wow. What a nice thing to say. Trucker Yitz says, may we only share simplest, uh, Norman Gilden in his inimitable style has summed it all up. He comments, first, Mazel Tov on the great Simcha of Yonina's marriage to Eitan. Mazel Tov, Harbei Nachat. And uh, then, of course, he comments again in the next comment on the app. My deepest condolences to Stacy and the family on the ultimate, on the untimely, rather, Patira of Stacy's father. Umach Hashem Dima Me'al Kol And I thank you, Norman. That, that sums it up. Two comments <laughs> reflecting the Two sentiments of the last week. Um, Schwiger writes, Boker Tov Nachum, great to hear your voice. Was so sad to learn of Stacy's father's patira. So amazing he was able to be at the wedding and even was able to walk down the aisle. I saw it and it was beautiful. Mirza Shemes will bring your family a measure of Nachama. Special thanks to Avrami and Mayer, who has always did us all proud. Only Simcha's going forward. Yeah, I mean, Avrami, <laughs> talk about... Uh, Talk about a change of uh, schedule for Avrami's afternoon on Monday in Israel. He took over at a moment's notice when I was called back to New York. And uh, again, a big thank you to Mayor Furtick for subbing yesterday. Much appreciated, to say the least. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Arav Zevin, Yosef Alevi, Zechonishmas Esther Basher, Yosef Alevi, and of course, during this Shiva week, Zechonishmas Arav Yitzchak Ben Moshe Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Every day, a person can do tshuva. It says, Even a person is furthest away. Hashem will gather the person from there and will bring him. It is only the Yetzirah, the evil inclination that works on us, tries to convince us that we're not able to change. The Vilna Gon once said, Behold, I set before you this day the blessing and the opposite. That refutes 
every argument of the Sahara. The evil inclination tells a person, you're too old, you did too many Averis, you did it for too many years. He tries to make a person lose all hope. However, Hashem says, no same. I give to you the bracha. It is always possible to do tshuva. Hayom, whether the person is young or old, whether they just started to do the Avera, the sin, or whether they've been doing it for 40 years. It doesn't matter what the person's nature is, what their spirituality is. The Yetzer tries to argue that it's only for tzaddikim. They can do tshuva. Noshim tzidkaniyot, they can do tshuva. But a regular person can't. It's interesting. When Eliezer went to seek a kala, he gave a simon that the one who would be a balaschesed, the one who would agree to give him water and to give water to the camels as well, would be the correct one for Yitzchok. When Eliezer came to the well, Rivka also came. The Medrash tells us that at that moment when Rivka approached the well, a pella happened and the water in the deep air rose to meet her. That was a great miracle to see how the water rose so many meters for her. Nevertheless, Eliezer waited patiently. It was the moment that Rivka came and began to give water to the camels, that Eliezer took out the rings, the earrings, the gold bracelets, and said to her that she would be the Kal of Yitzchak. The Divrayoel says, Eliezer was not impressed with the miracle that happened to her, only when he saw that her entire essence was giving. The base Israel is not built with miracles and wonders. The base Israel is built with chesed. Many people, they take a look at miracles that happen. Hashem is not impressed. Much greater than all the miracles is the love, the concern, the compassion that Klal Yisrael has. Look at the house that Rivka Imenu came from. Look at her background. However, none of that mattered. No matter what had happened in the past, no matter where she came from, the only thing that mattered was that she refined her character, that she built herself to be such a great balaschesed, that she rose in her own tzidkus, and that was the correct shidduch for Yitzchak Avinu. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M. Loma speak lahodot Udi Davidi here at J.M. in the A.M. Before that, you heard the uh, Accept Saturday tune. You did Nefesh. Thanks for joining us. It is a, a Wednesday morning broadcast with a big thank you to Avrami and Mayor Furtick for sitting in over the last couple of days. Many of you are aware of the circumstances. We made uh, the wedding on Thursday night, Yonina and Eitan. And then the and the grandfather of the Kala who walked down at the wedding and who was uh, at the Badekin and gave Yonina a bracha, Baruch Hashem, and enjoyed the wedding, uh, unfortunately passed away overnight Sunday night. And uh, now we have Stacy Siegel and her sister and mother sitting Shiva, and we have uh, Shiva Brachas continuing for Yonina and Eitan. A very, very strange combination, but that's the way it is, and uh, this is the way God wanted it. I thank those of you who are in touch with us, uh, all of us, uh, me, obviously Stacy, her sister Cheryl Markowitz, her mother Gail Weintraub, and uh, everybody who's checking in uh, with condolences. If you need the Shiva address, you could write to any of us, especially to me, Nahum at NahumSiegel.com, or uh, Avrami, AF at NahumSiegel.com. And we should share smachot. We should share only good occasions, to say the least. Um, what do we have here? J.A. Mora writes, uh, first of all, Mazdov to you and your family. So sorry to hear about your father-in-law. May you have much nechama as you watch your beautiful new couple. Thank you very much for that. Um, <laughs> it's funny. Devar Leitner says, you didn't know what to write to Stacy, Hamakim Inachim, or Mazdov. And it's so, it is funny. And I say that obviously in a non-comedic way. Uh, the number of people who I have seen over the last couple of days who've started with Mazel Tov and then, of course, switched to uh, sorry to hear about your father-in-law. It is a strange combination. I'm sure others have been through this, uh, but it's a it's just a strange combination. We, we, we thought we had reserved this week for only joy, happiness, and celebration, frankly. But that is not the case. Um, Ralph says a mixed emotion this week. A mild shout-out from Atlanta. Oh, that's right. Ralph's in Atlanta right now. Uh, from Simchus in one week to the passing of Stacy's father in the next. Hashem knows what we can handle. May we be blessed with memories on both sides. Thank you very much for that, Ralph. Sandy says, sorry to hear the passing of Stacy's father. May the nachas you were to him be a source of nechama to you at this difficult time. Thank you for that. Um... J.A. Mower says, great show. Am I allowed to say that? Music's a great tool for expressing our feelings, especially when it's complicated. Nahum, you do this for so many. May your great work be an aliyah 
for the Neshama. Yitzchak, Reb Yitzchak Ben Moshe Halevi. Thank you very much for that. I really do appreciate that. And this has always been, I've said this for 40 years, this has been a unique family. We have our immediate family, we have our extended family, and we have our radio family, and this has always been a family that has, uh, especially those of you who are longtime listeners, I'm sure many of you <laughs> have been thinking of the uh, ups and downs that you've shared with us or that we've shared with you over the last 40 years. Um, so I appreciate you mentioning that, and uh, and a big thank you to the radio family for being so uh, such a key to our celebrations and to our... Uh, uh, times of uh, t- and during the times that we need comfort it's much appreciated more coming up at jm and the am we will speak with uh, one of the representatives of the um, best of kosher cookbook from arts girl that's coming up in the eight o'clock hour an interview that we promised you so we'll do that coming up plus we'll check in with our friends from toro Musara. it's all happening here on a wednesday morning broadcast at jm and the am
to uh, an amazing song by Yoel Sharabi, Hineni Khan, here at JM in the AM. Tzadik done by Nanochi Krohn Band. You heard Ani Mamin. That was the Kinderlach on a uh, Wednesday morning broadcast. My thanks to Avrami for sitting in in the emergency situation on Monday. My thanks to uh, Mayor Fertig for being here yesterday. Much appreciated. Thanks to all those of you who are commenting on the app. Uh, like I said, this uh, radio audience has been an extended family for quite a while, and certainly people are feeling that way today. Um, let's see what we have here. Throwback King says, uh, Baruch Dynamis to your family. May you experience a modicum of the chamo that you have brought Klai Yisrael over the last four decades. Thank you. Appreciate that. Ruby and Coach Bobby Kaplan extend a hearty mazel tov to the Siegel family on the chasana of your daughter. Our sister and brother-in-law, Judy and Willie, were thrilled to host Sheva Brachos with the Eastside crew in your honor. And deep condolences to Stacy, the Markowitz family, and the Weintraub family regarding the loss of Stacy's father. Timing is always hard, but in this case proves that both Simcha and hardships coexist. And a reminder that Hashem is in control. May his Neshama have an aliyah with fond memories everlasting. Yeah, there's no question. Hashem is in control. We've certainly learned that. Um, Mo Raperel says, sorry, Nahum, I've been a listener at the beginning of your career on WFMU and found you recently on the app after the fire, after 36 years, but I feel like family, I was so happy for you, then shocked to hear, to not hear your voice Monday morning. Sorry for your loss. It touches all of us, even in Richmond, Virginia. Thank you so much. Wow. Let's add Richmond, Virginia to the list of this morning's listeners. 
Um, and the listener Devorah says, Mazal Tov and Nachat and Stacy's family have much comfort. So there you have it. This is really the, it sums up the entire last week. Uh, Yonina and Eitad getting married Thursday night with uh, Yonina's grandfather walking down the aisle and giving her a bracha de badekin. And then, of course, uh, a passing away on Monday morning. Um, and uh, again, any Shiva information that people need for uh, Stacy or um, uh, any information you need, just write to either me or Avrami, Nachum at NachumSiegel.com or AF at NachumSiegel.com. And we will forward that to you. It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Well, we've been telling you about this. Uh, I mean, we mentioned this uh, a bunch of times over the last few weeks, but especially with Gedalia Zlotowicz when he was with us last week. Uh, there's a brand-new cookbook that Arts Girl is responsible for. And the way it was described to me, it is flying off the shelves. That is the quote <laughs> that I heard from a very responsible and reliable source at Art Scroll. It is flying off the shelves. It's called Best of Kosher Iconic and New Recipes from Your Favorite Cookbook Authors. It's essentially a, a cookbook prepared by some of the biggest names in the kosher cooking industry. And before we introduce our special guest, who's going to represent all the women and all the people that are involved in this project, I will tell you that according to the cover of the book, it includes uh, the greatest hits of kosher, people like Connie Applebaum, between Carpools, Miriam Pascal Cohen, Victoria Dweck, Susie Fishbein, Rifki Kleiman, Sina Mizrahi, uh, Renee Muller, Naomi Nachman, Daniela Silver, Danielle Renoff, Alea Shapiro, and Rory Weisberg. And I think we have interviewed, if not all, certainly the majority of the people that I just mentioned. With us live via telephone representing Between Carpools and one of the people who was instrumental in Best of Kosher, Iconic and New Recipes from Your Favorite Cookbook Authors, we introduce Esty Waldman, who is with us live via telephone here at JM in the AM. A pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, and it's a pleasure to be here. This um, before we even start, let me give you a, a, an extra location for this morning's listeners. I'm actually over in Greece, so count yourself another listener in Greece. You can say that again. We're going to check Greece off the list, and thank you very much for mentioning that. And by the way, the connection sounds pretty good for speaking to us from Greece. So um, this is a, a, you know, to the average person, I think this is a sort of unusual project uh, because I know you regard them as colleagues as opposed to competitors, but nonetheless, you know, everybody's got their own, uh, you know, cookbook um, uh, zone, so to speak. And here uh, you, all of you got together to create one essential cookbook work. Is this, in fact, an unusual concept? Was it a strange uh, idea to bring to the table? It definitely was. When we when we first heard about this, um, you know, Art Scroll came to us to discuss the concept before, I would even say before it was even a pitch, it was just an idea. And, and it was like, wow, how could something like this work? It's, it's a lot of people to pull together. But the more we thought about it, the more we thought it's more about the readers. This is about the kosher world and celebrating how far the, the kosher cookbook industry has come over these 20 years, um, you know, starting with Susie all the way in the beginning and how it's, it's just developed into such a big, exciting market that is, is growing and, and getting better every day. And, you know, art school, of course, has been 
the instrumental behind this whole revolution. And celebrating this with Art Scroll and with all of our colleagues just felt like a celebration rather than, like you would say, a competition. There's no competition here. Everybody really is joining together to celebrate the industry, Art Scroll, and the readers. Yeah, it's really a 20th anniversary celebration when you think about it and you look back at the last two decades in the world of kosher cooking, especially the kosher cooking that Art Scroll has uh, published. So you're very open and honest about this. It's 84 classic recipes, some of the most popular recipes from all of these greats, and 45 brand new ones. You put it all together and you have uh, a, a an amazing group that has uh, released some fantastic recipes. So let's start with the 84 because I'm assuming that this is trying to, you know, take the best of 20 years worth of cookbooks, right? I mean, it's not, you know, it's it's not that easy to go through this draft process of which recipes are going to survive, uh, you know, whatever system you're using. How did how did you go about uh, uh choosing the 84 recipes that would represent the classic part of this book? Um so yes, that is definitely a challenge. Everybody kind of like feels like the recipes are kind of like little children. So how do you pick a favorite? Yeah. But over time, you know, you tend to get feedback from, from, you know, the public, from families, neighbors, friends, you, you kind of get a feel for what keeps showing up on people's tables and what, you know, are people's favorites. Some of them are things you never thought would have been a hit. And, and, you know, 10 years later, 15 years later, they're going strong. Um, so we did use a lot of crowdsourcing. We spoke to a lot of people. We put, a lot of questions out to all, you know, our followers and readers, and we spoke to the authors themselves and their feedback, and really we collected all that information, and we it was, you know, tough to narrow it down, but we feel we did come down to recipes that represent each author for themselves and also are just the true hits that keep going. And, and I do want to say that these recipes that need anything that needed modification to bring it, you know, to 2022 was modified generally not very much but you know sometimes a bit less sugar you know things have changed over time yeah 100 percent. people people are cooking differently people are eating differently so you have to adjust accordingly um yes so we did bring things up to date did uh, any of the 84 include a between i mean it must be a while since you've worked on this so maybe an unfair question but did any of the 84 classic ones include uh, an offering from between carpools absolutely the three there's three from our original dinner done. And then of course we have some new recipes as well. Do you remember the three? Cause I can't find them this moment. <laughs> mm, let's see. I do know the funfetti cake was in there. Right. Um, there was a grilled chicken salad. And I can't remember the third. The ramen crunch. I don't have a book. In the ramen crunch chicken salad is the uh, classic or yes. is that a, that's also a classic. That's, that's a classic. And that one is, is a hit. I say in almost every house that, we talked to people, so that one was it was a no-brainer. The funfetti cake as well. I think every child we know has made one themselves. You know, top, took one to school, so that one is definitely a big was big a hit and had to you know show up again. S.D. Waldman is with us between carpools. The brand new book is Best of Kosher, Iconic and New Recipes from your favorite cookbook authors. A lot of this, I mean, you alluded to it as you described the process, but a lot of it is consumer driven. In other words, there are recipes which, you know, nobody really knew if it would be a big hit or or I wouldn't say miss, but maybe, a, you know, a smaller hit. And then the consumers over the last 20 years have uh, basically through feedback and through the you know what they're cooking uh, have proven that, you know, some of the recipes have become iconic in the Jewish world. And 
and uh, uh, you, you know it is amazing how you know it, it is the consu- you, you want the consumers obviously to have a big role in all of this, but in this case, in in terms of the influence uh, in in choosing. Uh, iconic recipes they really have the say because if it's popular out there and it's you know been been tested and has lasting value it's going to make this book right um that's that's the goal here i mean we feel like this is the celebration of these 20 years this is how can we not include the things that people are making this this is what people want to see and that's what kind of makes this book an amazing gift for somebody who's a new cook somebody who's starting out this is like they're getting the best of the best or somebody who's been cooking for a long time and, you know, wants to maybe even downsize their cookbook collection or just get a feel for some authors they've never tried. Um, that's something we personally were experienced, but, you know, amongst our team, some of us have been cooking, you know, somebody's recipes and they're like, oh, wow, that's of course, let's try this one. One second, I just realized I made three recipes of, you know, one of the other authors. I better go check out the rest of her books. And, and we feel like this is, it's opening people up to different styles of cooking and helping them see who they who they relate to best and, and maybe exploring more of their recipes. It's a great concept. I never thought of that, that now people are going to be exploring the other cookbooks of these authors. S.D. Waldman is with us, Between Carpools, the brand new book from Art Scroll, Best of Kosher, Iconic and New Recipes from your favorite cookbook authors. Go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. When you do, you, of course, get a major discount and free shipping. Always use promo code radio when you go to artscroll.com. You mentioned, S.D., that's a great gift. Obviously, Hanukkah is right around the corner as the calendar continues to march forward, so people should keep that in mind, uh, especially for those who are uh, uh, who are not as familiar uh, with some of these cookbooks is a great way to introduce them to kosher cookbooks by getting them best of kosher. Again, go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. And as uh, Esty and I have been alluding to, hundreds of thousands of people have uh, try have tried and tested these recipes at this point. Uh, you're not relying on a committee or on a small group of people who get together to try recipes. You're talking about hundreds of thousands who over the years have tried it, and these are the ones uh, that have become iconic. All right, so 45 brand-new recipes. Uh, you, I assume all of the authors that I mentioned earlier, all of whom are part of this greatest hits of kosher, the best of kosher. I assume all of them have uh, at least one offering among the 45 brand new recipes. How did you go about that process, Esty? Uh, basically, we uh, divided it up. Everybody has representation. Everybody has at least three. It goes by the amount of books that they've published with Art Scroll. Ah. That determined roughly how many new recipes they were contributing. Again, to keep that balance similar to what's on the market. Right. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, like you said, 45 new recipes. Everything has been tested besides by the author, by the Between Carpool team. Everything has been, uh, photographed, new photographs. It's a completely new look. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, I'm, I'm representing here. I actually am the photographer of the book. Um, I'm not actually a cookbook, uh, a recipe developer, but I am the photographer. It's, um, it's my third cookbook and definitely my prettiest. So it's a nice book. I, <laughs> it can, looks really nice. Can I tell Very clean. Can I tell you that there's nothing like the picture of the hot pretzel hull on page two sixty nine? 
Oh, that's one of my favorites. That is quite a photo, to say the least. In fact, I would say in general, the dessert photos have a special place in my heart because they really look, I mean, everything looks delicious, but when you get to the dessert ones, my gosh, the bread, dessert, et cetera, those photos are incredible. All right, so it's a, it's a, it's a good system. Those who have the, a, a more of a presence with Art Scroll, uh, they were turned to, uh, on a, uh, on a, um, uh, um, uh, to, to, to contribute more to the book, uh, but everybody's included, all these amazing authors are included and everybody out there uh, should make sure to get the brand new book called Best of Kosher. Now, is there one of the new recipes? Not necessarily. It doesn't have to be from between carpools, but is there you know, a recipe or two on the new side that you'd like to point out that people uh, would want to try? Uh, let's see. My, I'm trying to think what our favorites were at the shoot. I know we, uh, Susie has a salad that was, I'm, I'm trying to remember what she called the salad. That was really good. I made that one over we got the sneak peek. We got to, you know, make things ahead of time when we were just cooking off PDF. Was it the Israeli um, parsley celery it. salad? Yes, the Israeli parsley salad is amazing. And um, there's uh, from Daniela Silver. There's a kale salad, a panko kale salad. I actually think that might be from an existing book of hers, um, but that one's also phenomenal. Um, you know, we're talking a lot of salads here, but that's what we pulled out. There's there's so many good things. The pretzel hall, of course. Is classic yeah. amazing uh there's there's just there's a lot to check out there are things that we never i might i, I have daniela's books in my in my cabinet and i i never made that salad i never made these things and just rediscovering them and seeing them in a new light just makes you excited to try them well i will give a uh, a couple here that uh based on description and photo uh struck my fancy a big shout out to naomi nachman who of course is a member of our network the crock pot onion and flunkin soup i never thought of a combination of onion and flunkin soup uh, those two items together but it looks fantastic and that's one i've got to try uh i'm sure you'd uh, go ahead and recommend that one right did you have a chance to try that one um, we don't eat flavorix at photo shoots. <laughs> We're just <laughs> going to be honest here. That's hilarious. Um, but we, we did, she did have a great. Um, she has a meat with ramen that we did get flavorix for. That was phenomenal, as well. That's another one of Naomi's. Um, but in general, we stayed away from the place. We were shooting at, you know, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Hey, I don't blame you. Yeah. Oh, uh, the, so Leah Shapiro is the one who will always be flavorix. Well, then maybe, she'll, she'll that, that maybe she enjoyed the crispy chicken wraps done by Leah Shapiro and Victoria Dweck, because that's a really cool item as well, and very 2022. Uh, I have a lot of family members that are very into the wraps these days. Uh, so that's a nice one. Uh, and there was a, a meat one that uh, struck my fancy. Hani Applebaum has a, you know, I'm a big Hasselback salami fan. She has a drunken Hasselback salami. You're telling me there's a way to improve on the Hasselback salami, huh? I think Connie's famous for her Hasselback, and nobody can top her her salamis. <laughs> so that's had to be in there. And now that it's drunken with the brandy or bourbon, I guess it adds another special kick or another special element to it. So people could check that out. And a lot of fun stuff. The steak fajitas, again, you know, that's not just a, not just a meal, but it's a fun thing to prepare and a, and a, and a fun thing to eat. You've got the uh, Rifki Kleiman uh, Chili Lime Rub Delmonico, which looks absolutely incredible. There are a lot of wonderful roasts and meats in here uh, from so many, different, uh, so many different authors. And, of course, the desserts and soups and the pizzas and so much more. Uh, you basically come Covered every possible angle uh, of, uh, of of a meal, 
And the uh, tr- truth is that that's, uh, that was your goal because you wanted to cover all the angles, not only the meal, but to cover different angles that all the different authors bring to the table. SD Kleiman, uh, SD uh, Waldman rather is with us live via telephone. Uh, Best of Kosher is the brand new book. You've also included um, uh, ways for people to learn more about each recipe with brand new introductions, not just the photos that are new, but you've actually gone ahead and I guess edited or recreated the descriptions of the recipes uh, again for 2022. Um, uh, so that, that was a, that was a, a work that had to be completely redone, right? Yes. We, every introduction is completely new. There, it's not a re-editing or anything because a lot of people had new things to say about each recipe. Um, you know, stories of how they may have evolved or changed or just how they became popular. And, and these stories, you know, are, are, they're part of the journey of, of food and the, and the cookbook world. And it's really fascinating to read all these little tidbits. But besides for that, we also have a lot of information in the front about each author and their story and how they came to this career, if, you know, if that's how they view it. And there's, it's, it's fascinating to see different people from different places, different times, and how their journey brought them together and to come to this place where 20 years later there are so many kosher cooks using these beautiful books to just, you know, elevate a Shabbos table, a dinner table, family life, something that nobody could have imagined 20 years ago. Um, so tell us how Between Carpools got started. Uh, Between Carpools, um, well, if you've read Dinner Done, we have the whole timeline in the front. It's a convoluted journey of five people meeting at different times, different places in our lives, in our careers, through our kids, through schools, um, through neighborhoods. Until um, we eventually came together to form this team, it's uh, six and change years now. Um, when you look and, ba- when you um, look back at it, it must have been okay. it must be so unusual. When you look back at that journey, you must be like it's it's crazy how it all came together. It, it is, but you know what? This is this is what we believe. You know, there's a master plan, and somehow it all fit together. And then when the concept came to uh, came about to have, you know, sort of a kosher, wholesome Jewish place for women to, you know, turn their attention to online. At the time, there really was not much um, for from consumer, and we wanted there to be one when, when it would become necessary, which we find that it is right now when more and more people are online, and that's not going away. So we felt having a positive environment for people to be online, that was our mission, and for Hashem, that's, that's really, we've accomplished that. We feel we have, and we're very proud of that. Um, and of course, dinner done was something that blew us away. We never expected it to take up off the way it did. Um, it was more of a way for us to um, introduce ourselves to the world in a bigger way, and, and somehow that just went crazy. <laughs> so, you know, we're grateful for that, and then it just kind of grew from there. Uh, Best of Kosher is not another dinner done. It's not a, a Between Carpools cookbook. It's a true collaboration of all the authors. We just facilitated the actual book. Our school hired us as a team to do the creative work of the book. And get everybody together. Um, we, of course. Yeah, we tested all the recipes for, right. you know, we retested everything and we uh, laid out the book and designed the book and it's beautiful. And then we photographed everything, uh, you know, from scratch. But the recipes themselves are, are really a representation of 
the whole cooking world. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, you could get all these recipes, 129 of them, 84 of the iconic ones, 45 brand new ones. Plus, you can meet the authors, hear their behind-the-scenes stories. You'll learn fun facts you didn't know. You'll learn more about each recipe with the brand new introductions. And the authors that are included are Connie Applebaum, Between Carpools, Miriam Pascal Cohen, Victoria Dweck, Susie Fishbein, uh, Rifki Kleiman, Sina Mizrahi, Renee Muller, Naomi Nachman, Daniela Silver, Danielle Renoff, Leah Shapiro, and Rory Weisberg, and they are all high-quality, incredible authors that have wonderful projects on their own, and now they are together in Best of Kosher, iconic and new recipes from your favorite cookbook authors. Uh, you know, SD, I, I was told from the people at Arts Gold's flying off the shelves. I know you assumed that this would have a at least a modicum, if not a big measure of success. Are you shocked that it's actually flying off the shelves? I can say we're, we're not shocked. We're not because we really believe in this project, and we believe that it's something everybody will enjoy, something everybody wants. And, and it has, like, it, it's, it's drawing in fans of so many different authors, and everybody's excited about something that really is, is a, a very unifying project. It feels good when it's, there's so much access involved in something like this to come together and, and celebrate this, this whole industry together. It's, it's a beautiful thing just, like, from the outside, and I think that's a very positive influence that people are seeing and, and, leading people to, to buy this book. And we, we really did anticipate that it would do well because we believe that it's it's worthy. It's a worthy project. Yeah. And, of course, an amazing cookbook. And it symbolizes togetherness and cooperation. And that's really cool. I think people enjoy, you know, hopping on that bandwagon, frankly. Uh, can't thank you enough for joining us, SD Waldman, uh, Between Carpools. But in this case, uh, they, of course, Between Carpools, coordinated the entire brand-new book called Best of Kosher, a great Hanukkah gift, a wonderful gift in general. Go to artscroll.com, use promo code RADIO for your free shipping and your major discount. Best of Kosher is iconic and new recipes from your favorite cookbook authors. is a very, very impressive publication. Esti, thanks so much for joining us, and best regards to all the authors you worked with. Thank you for having us. A pleasure. Esti Waldman. Best of Kosher on a Wednesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. and a Wednesday morning broadcast. Minamates are done by Yosef Chaim here at J.M. and the A.M. Wednesday morning, I mentioned earlier that um, our friends at Toro Masora have a uh, charity campaign going on. They are in the midst of a live campaign uh, where they've already achieved 63% of their $6 million goal. They've got 15 hours left to the official campaign. Everybody out there is encouraged to support Toro Masora. In fact, I was given the address um, and asked to specify that those who give uh, after hearing this conversation should go to charity.com. It's charity with a D, as you know. Charity.com slash TU slash community development. TU for Toro Masora. Uh, charity.com slash tu slash community development. With us live via telephone is Jeff Weiskopf, a board member of Torah Masura, who's going to explain to us the uh, 
the reasons why people should be supporting this amazing campaign. Jeff, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Good morning. Thank you very much for having me. A lot of people in this audience may not have heard of Tara Masora or may not be familiar with their work. Could you give us a general overview about the incredible work of Tara Masora? Okay, thank you very much. As I said, I appreciate that you having me on. Sure. And I'm representing um, a, a lot of people, a lot of people around the country that are very dedicated to the Chinuch and the future of Klai Yisrael. Um, the reason that I've devoted um, a good portion of my of my life now and and a good portion of my time, especially to Torah Masora, is because it has a, a far-reaching effect. Torah Masora today has evolved into the go-to place for Chinuch, I, would well, I wouldn't call it issues, but certainly... Um, the growth of Chinuch, the, the, the exponential growth of Torah in the United States, whether it's with yeshivas or whether it's Beis Yaakov's, every one of them, at some point or another, reaches out to Torah Masara for some level of support. Um, and again, it's a, a little bit difficult to encapsulate everything that it does in a, in a quick few sentences, but for the purpose of our conversation, I'll tell you that um, it has... Uh, many, many teacher centers um, across the country. Um, teacher centers, for example, are places that um, there are courses for Moras or Rabbeim, um teach them to, to give them curricula to, um, to train um, people who want jobs within Chinuch, um, to, to give them support material, to give them the latest things that are going on. These are, these are centers that are manned um, by, by people who are dedicating their lives to Klai Yisrael. That's just one small aspect. But overall, Torah Masara today has, has far-reaching effect as far as giving moras, principals, and teachers the training and the updated um, capacity to teach the next generation of Klai Yisrael. There is no one organization that encapsulates all of Chinuch within America. So I hope I've given you some, some, some insight to, as to what, I'm, what we're all referring to here. Jeff Weisskopf is with us live via telephone. It sounds like one of the main components, and I understand there's many, as you describe, but one of the main components is to enhance the experience of a teacher, a Rebbe in a classroom with materials, with training, with courses, uh, staying on top of people around the country who are responsible for the education of our children. So they, uh, it sounds like Torah Masora provides a tremendous number of resources, whether they be published materials or actual staff members or our course coordinators, etc., who are trying their best to, uh, uh, to really upgrade the classroom experience around the country. That's exactly right. Um, as we all know, Chinuch today is not what it was one generation ago, which is not what it was one generation before that. Chinuch has evolved. Um, the, the amount of Chinuch institutions that we have in this country have evolved and grown, Baruch Hashem, exponentially. And that takes a constant evolving of what, our, what we should do and how we should do it. And one of the keys to Tarm Sarah is that it's guided by Gedal Yisrael. All our questions, every 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 uh, protocol, every every decision made is done under the guidance of Gedali Yisrael, and that has helped us also do the right thing by all our children and by all and 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 with all our institutions. 
And that's also unique about Tarim Sarah. There's nothing done without Gedal Yisrael. Jeff Weisskopf's with us live via telephone, board member for Tarim Sarah. Now, I don't know if there's ever been a, uh, a public charity campaign before. Obviously, there's a tremendous amount of support out there for Torah Masora. Why is this campaign so successful so far? You're soon going to hit $4 million out of the $6 million goal. Uh, why has this campaign uh, been attractive to so many around the country and around the world? Well, I think it's a combination of reasons. First of all, we've never done this before. It hasn't been overused by us. We've always been supported by a few people across the United States um, who have the, had the privilege of having the insight to what the Torah Masora was. Today, in the last few days, we've gone out to the masses and started to teach Klai Yisrael what the secret behind all their schools are. If an average person has, has, it, has children in school and everything by and large goes in its normal path, they don't know that the secret behind that wonderful Mora or that wonderful teacher in the classroom is Torah Masora. How would they make that connection? The Rebbeim, the principals, the, the Moras, they all know, but others don't know. So first of all, the reason is we've given them now exposure. Number two is you have tremendously dedicated people within Tarmasara that have now started to get the word out. And the third thing is because you have these dedicated people and you have people that theoretically could go out to the private sector and make more money and who are dedicated instead to the Chinuch of Kar Yisrael, they have special Shiat Shmaya. I really believe that. I really believe that Tarmasar has grown so much and been able to help so many institutions because of the dedication of these people. One of the ways that you can give everybody, in addition to the general page for uh, Tarmasar, charity.com slash TU slash community development. Again, that's charity.com with a D, charity with a D, you know that, slash TU. Uh, for Toro Masora slash community development. And they are already over uh, 3.8 million, approaching 4 million, and eventually the goal of 6 million. With 13 hours to go, everyone's encouraged, encouraged rather, uh, to give and give generously. And community development, um, uh, which I've been asked to focus on, uh, uh, Jeff, is, is quite an important aspect because uh, people would be shocked <laughs> where there are Jewish day schools or Jewish schools around this country. People would be surprised at how many communities are uh, either uh, in, in, a, uh, in an infancy stage or actually growing very, very uh, strongly at this point. And the Tarmasara has been a key in developing those communities and making sure that they that part of the infrastructure of the community, especially education-wise, uh, comes from Tarmasara and people who are talented enough to bring that to them. So people should realize that it's not just going ahead and uh, and supporting schools, uh, teachers, and Rabbeim, uh, you're also, to a large extent, supporting major communities or major community development, I should say. Absolutely correct. There, 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 there are so many hidden gems within Tarmasara of how they've gone to far-reaching places within the United, within the United States to, to spread Chinuch that it would be impossible within a few minutes to, to, to count all of this or to go over all of this. They, they have reached out to many communities. They've helped establish, um, along with other institutions, many kailim in the United States right. that they got off the ground, which is, which is not known by a lot of people. Um, they, whenever they, if there's ever any Khalila controversies within schools, they've settled those out. There's so many things that have far-reaching effects in the United States that affect every single child in Israel. 
There are plenty of videos available, by the way, folks. Plenty of videos at uh, charity.com slash TU, charity with a D dot com slash TU, where you can uh, go ahead and learn about uh, some of the things we've discussed this morning and many others. You'll see many different videos from different perspectives, parental perspective, Rabbean perspective, principal's perspective, community perspective, etc. It's all there in different video messages that you'll find on the page, charity.com slash TU. They are approaching $4 million. They're trying to get to $6 million before the 13-hour deadline expires. We're asking all of our listeners to keep in mind Torah Masora during their big charity campaign. Jeff Weisskopf, anything else you'd like to add, sir? I want to tell you a little anecdote sure. that I just thought of now. Many years ago, one of my sons learned in Israel. He had the privilege of having a meeting at that time, for some reason, with Rashiva Ravaren Feldman And he had just come back from being a part of a group that was in the White House with President Bush. And somehow President Bush saw that this one person, Ron Feldman, as we all know, was special. And he asked him to meet him in a side room. And when he, when he, when he called him in the side room, he told, Ron Feldman told my son this, he asked him, why does the Jewish community focus so much on education? And Ron Feldman asked him, it's not that we focus on education. Education is our essence. And that's the key to Torah Masora. Without Torah Masora, we don't, we're not able to educate Cloudy Yisrael in every aspect the way we do today. Uh, well said, Mr. Weisskopf. A pleasure to meet you through this forum, and thanks so much for joining us this morning. Good luck with the campaign. Thank you very much. Continue to see after the Shemaya, and thank you for having us. Be uh, well. A pleasure. Uh, check it out, everybody. Charity.com slash TU for Torah Masora. Um, for the community development, it's uh, charity.com slash TU slash community development. Check it out. Help them get to their goal. More coming up. It's Wednesday. It's JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. J.M. and the A.M. with Michal Przezinski here on a Wednesday morning broadcast. Uh, let's see what we got here. Talmud Torah, uh, Young Israel, Talmud Torah, Flatbush. Young Israel, Talmud Torah, Flatbush has... Uh, Rabbi Yehuda Sarna, what a timely uh, lecture. Uh, Anti-Semitism in America. Anti-Semitism in America. Rabbi Yehuda Sarna at the Young Israel Talmud Torah Flatbush is coming Saturday night beginning at 8.15. Uh, information 718-377-2528. 718-377-2528. Young Israel Talmud Torah Flatbush at 1305 Coney Island Avenue between avenues I and J in Brooklyn. Yeah, anti-Semitism in America. Timely topic. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abels and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better-for-you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net and try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. After all, it's absolutely delicious. Check out some of the things going on here on our app, etc. Um, what do we got? Let's see what we have here. Um Listener Anita says, Miles tells Stacy and Nachum on your daughter's wedding. Wish you much joy in Nacha. Stacy, our granddaughter's kindergarten teacher. She's now a college student. <laughs> wow. Our sincerest Nichume Avela. May Hashem grant you comfort at a time. At this time, may you know of no more tsar. That comes from the Naders. Thank you, Anita and Fred. Much appreciated. Uh, 
I don't think Stacy takes it as uh, as tough as I do when people are talking about those who were, you know, in kindergarten and are now in college that we've been associated with. I take that much harder. <laughs> when I think back, uh, if someone walks up to me, oh, you announced my uh, my bar mitzvah on the air, my wedding on the air, my kid's birth on the air. Like, wow. Time does fly, doesn't it? Chaya says, Mazdav and Nicham Avelim to the entire family. Life brings pleasure and pain. Sending Chizuk. Thank you for that. Um, this listener says, Baruch Dayan Hayemet. Hashem is always in control. We thank Hashem each morning in Nachum's beginning of his show. Uh, each morning, I would, I, that's right, with Modani. I want to tell Stacy Mazdav on her daughter, Yonina, but now condolences to her and her mom and uh, family. Yeah. Um, Ruby says, sharing the height of Simcha with the height of loss, our grandmother Rose Shoshana Greenblatt's Petira was on the morning of our son, Reb Mordechai's Chasana. Wow. Yeah, now, now I know sort of what that's like. Unbelievable. A shock at the time, but we're given the gift to persevere always with a moon and bitachon to endure. On the heels of your Simcha, the love of your family, for love for your family will resonate always. Thank you for that. And a tremendous chus, he was able to partake in the special simcha of his granddaughter. Yeah, that's something that's not lost on us at all. Believe you me, not lost on us at all. Uh, Shira's mom asks us for the Art Scroll discount code RADIO. Use promo code RADIO, R-A-D-I-O, R-A-D-I-O, promo code RADIO. When you go to artscroll.com, it always pays to put in promo code RADIO. Simple as that. Um, so thanks to everybody who's checking in. It's much appreciated. That's for sure. I think I saw a note from, uh, listener Cena. Uh, good morning. Nice to hear you back on the air. Um, mazel tov to my children, Sippy and Shayadov Schreiber of Bayswater on the birth and bris of Ezra Chaim. Mazel tov to all his siblings, to Bubby and Zadie, Mordechai and... Gina Schreiber of Lakewood. Very special Mazda of the great-grandma Roberta Eisenman of Muncie. Ezra Chaim is the first to bear the name of his maternal grandfather, Rabbi Ira Eisenman of blessed memory. That's amazing. May Ira's neshama have an aliyah, and may Ezra Chaim bring much nachas and joy to his family in Tkali Yisrael, and I am sure he will. I'll add that. That comes from uh, Bubs, listener Sina. We know her, of course, as listener Sina down in the Sunshine State, but I have a feeling with the bris yesterday, she's likely still in this area. And who could blame her? Who doesn't want to be part of a major, wonderful simcha? More coming up. JM in the AM on a uh, Wednesday morning broadcast as we continue with uh, Yoni Z at JM in the AM.
Shalshelis Jr. with Nar Hayisi wrapping things up. Eighth day before that. 
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at AlchemSiegel.com. AlchemSiegel Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. Wraps up a Wednesday here at JMA. Again, my thanks to everybody for your good wishes on Yonina and Eitan's wedding, and of course, on your wishes of condolences to the Weintraub family on uh, the loss of my father-in-law. Much appreciated. Tomorrow morning, we're back. Start at 6 a.m. All day long, great programming, including a Wednesday live lunch conducted by Yossi Zweig. Make sure to be tuned in and have a fabulous Wednesday. Until tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.